We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, real quick before we go to our next guest, because he's going to talk about this speech from President Biden, uh, I don't understand why this isn't getting more attention. Imagine if Donald Trump had looked at the black governor of any state in America, or honestly, even just uh, an unelected black man, and had said this that Joe Biden said on Wednesday. And you got a hell of a new governor in Westmore, I tell you. He's the real deal, and the boy looks like he can still play. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? You've got to be kidding me. I know he's an old man. Uh, I know he's probably in early stages of dementia, so, you know, I'm a nice guy. I try to give people uh, grace and not beat up on them. But come on, is is there anybody in this audience who's in their 70s or 80s who thinks that it's okay to call out a black man and call him a boy? I mean, I, you know... Even if you don't mean anything racial by it, which I think is possible, I think there are people who would say, oh, me and my boys are going out, or, you know, he's a good boy or something, but that's just, a deal. I mean, you can't ignore the history here, and if you're a politician, are you kidding me? And this guy keeps doing stupid stuff like that. Now, if that were Donald Trump, man, we'd already be uh, packing his stuff up and moving him out of the White House. This would be the confirmation that he was the bigot that everybody said he was, that he wasn't. And I, I don't know. I'm just not going to let that slide. I don't think that's okay. And I know why he's getting away with it. It's because he's got a D behind his name instead of an R. So I just wanted to share that with you. Jeff Mordock is a reporter from the Washington Times. Jeff, did you hear that? It, you know, tell me if I'm wrong. Is there some context that I'm missing that would, would, you know, take the sting out of that or? Well, actually, let's add some context to it, because this isn't the first time the president has been called out for using that term to Mm. refer to an African-American man. In 2021, he referred to his 47-year-old senior advisor, Cedric Richmond, as boy during a FEMA briefing. And in 2019, he referred to a black advisor as boy, and he got called out by Cory Booker, who told him that that statement was deeply harmful and hurtful. So he's already even been scolded by some of the African-American members of, the, of Congress and Senate to stop using this term, and he keeps using it. I mean, has there been any, any blowback up in D.C. that I'm just not seeing here in Richmond? Are people talking about this, no, or are they we, just rolling their eyes like, oh, good old Uncle Joe, he's such a crazy... It, it, unfortunately, it is the, it is the latter. It's, it's people rolling their eyes and saying, you know, Joe Biden makes mistakes. He, he uses antiquated terms. This, this did not get, if you do a Google News search, we covered it. A few other outlets covered it. It did not get widespread attention at all. Um, Wes Moore's people, I've reached out to them multiple times for comment. Hmm. They've ignored it. I mean, they've just flat out ignored it. No, it hasn't gotten any attention. Hmm. I, I, and you tell me, since you're in that press corps in D.C. these days, hmm. I worked with you guys for a long time. 
But I just think if this had been Donald Trump or George W. Bush or God, you know, if it was Glenn Youngkin, who's uh, you know the governor of Virginia and maybe thinking about running for president, possibly, I think they would take every opportunity to just slaughter these guys for a comment like that, and no apology can, would be accepted. Completely agree. And if you remember, um, all the way back in two thousand eight. Uh, when President Obama was running, there was a little-known Kentucky congressman uh, named Jeff Davis, who, you know, it's 14 years ago, who everybody forgets, yeah. who used the same term to describe um, then-candidate Obama at a fundraiser. And he was savaged for it, yeah. absolutely savaged for it. And it was so bad that he ended up writing a he, he wrote an apology and hand-delivered it to uh, uh, when he was a Senate, then-Senator Obama's uh, office, and next election, voted out. We've never heard from the guy again. Wow. I mean, that essentially destroyed his career. I mean, um, and he never recovered from that. Yeah. But President Biden says the same thing, and we there's been a peep. I mean, we're now two days past him saying it, and nobody's talking about it. Yeah, it's it's shocking. Look, if, if everybody wants to have standards for communication and what language is acceptable, uh, okay. I can. In most cases, I'm a dignified, respect respectful person. I will go along with that in most cases. But it's got to. It can't be a double standard. It can't be hypocrisy, and it can't be that if I say something, you're going to crucify me and make sure I never work a day again in my life. But then other people because of their skin color or their political party, you know, no big deal. That I've, I just got to point out that hypocrisy, and I appreciate you uh, pulling but perspective I, on it. What, what I find so interesting, to go back to my initial point, mm-hmm. is that his handler should know better. He's been warned. This yeah. is the third time in three years that we publicly that we know of mm-hmm. where he's used that offensive term somebody's got to get a hold of him and say to stop using it. I don't know that he listens to his handlers. He doesn't. But he doesn't. He thinks he's untouchable, true. man. Look at the way he's untouchable, but he can touch little girls in a, in a way that's creepy. I mean, how many times do you think somebody has said, you know, Mr. Vice President or Mr. President now, hey, let's just remember that people are very sensitive about this. I know you don't mean anything by it. You're just being friendly, but let's not have that visual. That that used to be my kind of job in Washington was to tell people the things they didn't want to hear. And most people are smart enough to say, oh, you know what? I appreciate you reminding me that I got to be careful about that. This guy, either he has dementia and can't remember it and defaults back to the, the good old day language that he would use, or he's just an arrogant jerk who will not listen and has never suffered any consequences so, for it, so why does he care? It's shocking. Well, to the point of arrogance, and, and I, I know you have other topics you want to discuss, so I don't want to get too far yeah, off uh, okay. topic, but um, look at his behavior with the press yesterday after the um, after his conference on UFOs. He basically, you know, they're all shouting questions at him. He scolds them for not being polite and then storms off. This is a guy on the first day talked about restoring respect and integrity to the white to the relationship between the White House and the press corps. And now he's telling them, you're not polite, so I'm not going to answer your questions. Yeah. He's calling them stupid. <laughs> you know, he told another reporter that they needed to learn how to read. Um, you know, he, he, he used a derogatory term for uh, Peter Ducey. And I think that goes to some of the arrogance here, that he yeah. is making these comments to the press. 
and he seems to be getting away with it because after his comments, the White House press corps, rather than going to the White House and saying to um, the White House, you know, the president really got to start asking questions. He can't be scolding us and then storming off in a temper tantrum. Right. He's they sent an email to us. Uh, members of the White House press corps lecturing us on decorum and not talking over each other, Can basically casting it? us as the bad guys. Are they even aware of their behavior when Donald Trump was president? Because I used to watch the live feed of those press events, and I thought, you know, it's fine to be aggressive with the president and try to pin him down and get to get an answer. But it was it was, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't treat. Uh, anybody else in public life the way they were treating Donald Trump. I thought it was crazy disrespectful. So the disconnect or the lack of uh, self-awareness from this press corps, uh, I mean, let's be honest, most of those guys are on Team Democrat, so they're just not going to do it. Well, there are some, uh, to be fair, there are some out there that are asking real questions Mm -hmm. and they're asking important questions. Those reporters are not getting called on. It is amazing how many reporters have been frozen out of the daily press briefing. Is that right? And also, it's amazing how much time uh, Corinne wastes in these press briefings to run out the clock. She should be an NFL coach the way she manages to run down the clock. (laughs) She'd be be incompetent at that, too. She's just so awful. I can't believe Um, it. I used to fantasize about having that job, so I do feel like I'm a little bit of an expert and, and can... You know, it's like somebody who never played in the NFL, but can can te- they can spot talent versus somebody who has no talent. That poor lady, Oof, it's it's pathetic. Hey, I don't want to run out of time. I've got one minute left. Tell me that. Tell me what Joe Biden actually said about uh, the Republicans and uh, and them trying to drive up the debt. I mean, is he? He really is disconnected from reality. Well, what he did, yes, he, he, he came out, He as part of his speech, he came out and he said the, the Republicans are going to add $3 trillion to the deficit over the next 10 years. But what he did is he picked and choose bills and legislation out there in Congress, some of which aren't going to go anywhere. And you could do that with any group. You could grab any three or four lawmakers proposals that may or may not go anywhere yeah. and add them up and say, it's going to add $16 billion. It's going to add $2 billion. It's going to add $4 trillion. You could do whatever you want if you're going to cherry pick the legislation that's out there, which is what he did in the speech. And then the other important thing is he's running around taking credit for reducing the deficit by $2 trillion. Well, he's or 1.7, but he, he, well, he's correct about that, and that is accurate. The reason it came, that it did come down, but it didn't come down because of his policies. Mm-hmm. It came down because of the COVID spending under right. former President Trump. Right, and so once that stopped, the numbers tell a different story, and he can't claim exactly. credit for that. That's really remarkable. But, but it happened, you know, while he's president, so he's running around taking credit for it. Yeah, just like all the brand-new jobs that aren't brand-new that he's claiming credit for. Listen, I appreciate you holding this guy accountable, the White House correspondent for The Washington Times, Jeff Mordock. Thanks for being with us this morning. I hope we'll talk again soon. Jeff, thank you. Looking forward to it, John. Thank you so much. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.